Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I've realised I often start with a noise. I think I th- right, a couple mate. of these running commentaries recently have started without you going. <laughs> so it's <laughs> nice that you've got one in there. It's like, it's like the noise I make just before I jump into oh, the pool or something. It's actually really nice. Watch out here because there's a dog poo there, which I've seen a couple of times this morning. And at some point during the morning, a wheel has gone through it. So that's a nice like thought. Um, that's good. It's nice. We're starting from my house in the sunshine, and frankly, we've we've gone we've we've uh, we've gone past a slew of neighbours, haven't we? It was we've nice. Done really well. It's a bit like uh, a Dylan Thomas poem. It's lovely, yeah. And I've just realised I haven't taken my. Incredibly heavy top off that I was going to take off before the run. <laughs> well, could you sweat it out? He'd be like yeah. Bradley Cooper in Silver Linings Playbook. I think I'm going to feel like that. I'm feeling a little bit grubby. We're going to. You we, we need to. You not chat about how bad we're feeling. Yeah. I'm not bad. I've just been boozing too much. Oh dear. I. Uh, the wife's, as you know. The wife stopped drinking. Is she still off the drink? She's still off the booze. Before you, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna report. We're gonna run. We're running from my house. We're gonna do some. We're gonna try and get some soft surfaces for yeah. our chunky knees. Yeah. And we won't run more than seven miles. And we might not run much more than five. Yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll keep you posted. Anyway, so so, so she's still off off drinking. She's off the booze. So as a sign of respect and support, I'm not boozing around the house when she's there. Yeah. But she's out a lot. Well. She's, she's been away for a couple of days. So I've just been hitting the sores like a maniac. Yeah, yeah. That old formula of wine and Sky Atlantic. It just keeps you up, doesn't it? Well, yeah. If you're of that ilk, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And the other day I, I sort of crashed into a showing of The Graduate film at about one in the morning. <laughs> That's one of those films that I just have to see the end of. Jackstar. Yeah. Great film. Yeah, so I, just, so I did that. And then it's, you know, two out of two in the morning, you've had nearly two bottles of wine. Yep. It's not great, is it, Rob? No. I'm not advocating it. Well, I went to the Edinburgh Festival launch yeah. yesterday. It was on the underbelly at the South Bank. And it was in the sunshine, which 
It's funny because I think the Edinburgh Festival won't be in the sunshine. No, he won't, no. And the drinks are free, which is funny because I think in Edinburgh the drinks won't be free. Right. Um, they were giving away gin and tonics. Oh, mate. And they were nice gin and tonics. That's uh, that's like a red flag to a bull when the, when the deering's in town. Exactly. I mean, you'll notice the plural. <laughs> they didn't yeah. give me a gin and tonic. It gave me the concept of gin and tonic. So you indulged. To take and run with as I see, see fit. It's really confessional though, isn't it? You'll notice, listeners, that we pretty much start every running company by saying, oh, I've been drinking. I should. Well, just, well, I, just fess, fess I, I had a day uh, yesterday. I was hungover all day. Then we had that little meeting. Then I had a gig. Yeah. So... Out of relief that I'd got through both with the modicum of respect. Yeah. I've polished off the wine that I'd left over from the night before. Oh, so you know that even though you were horribly hungover and, and guilt-ridden from Sunday. Yeah. You went back. Yeah. You went back to the source. It's that, you, you, it's when, when you're, bless you. Bless you. It's like when you're, when you're hungover, you sort of, it's like you're covered in a sort of thin film of regret, isn't it? It's the basic sort of story of life, isn't it? You say, never again, and then you do. Yeah. Yeah, hey, look, this you. Me and you, we haven't got a picture yet. The same mistakes again and again. Yeah, absolutely. Let's not repeat our mistakes, say humans, always. Again. Just running past the leisure centre. We're not running, actually, standing having a picture taken. Maybe you and I should make some uh, abstemious commitment to one another. Well, what I need to realise, what I need to do is, instead of seeing this thing of my wife stopping boozing, which is great, good luck to her. Good luck to her. Instead of seeing that as a sort of reason to booze loads when she's out of the house or yep. surreptitiously. Where's Dad? Yep. Oh, he's in the airing cupboard. Yep. Getting drunk. Um, I could see it as an opportunity to stop boozing myself. What? Maybe. What? <laughs> I don't know, but could I do that? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, when you think I mean, about it, she's just your wife. What about me? You should, yeah, 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 I know. We should do, it's us. I know what you're saying. It's your running commentary partner. You I know what you're saying. Without a confession, there's no training, is there? But also, you, the young, is there? you are. You haven't mentioned yet that you're about to go on a monkish health trip. You'll probably yeah. come back saying, well, I want to drink, but I cannot possibly allow myself. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to... We've just run into Chris Hall Park, by the way. It's a bit gorgeous, isn't it? It is gorgeous, yeah. He's hot in the jumpy, he should have taken off. Really hot, yeah. Yeah, it's a terrible mistake. Incredible wisteria by Chris Hall House itself. Just getting excited about it. I'm getting excited. Sorry, I got a little bit hysterical. You like a bit of a bit of nature. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to this Mayer Clinic in Austria. Yeah. Tomorrow. Well, nice. And it's like a week of whatever happens at incredibly high-end spa facilities in the Alps in Austria. That yeah, I it's, run, it's run by Hydra, isn't afford. it? The baddies out of the Captain America first. <laughs> I mean, the idea of an Austrian health spa is just hilarious. Isn't it? Yeah, well, it's going to be pretty austere, or darkly comic. Yeah, <laughs> it's meant to be fairly austere. So we'll see. We'll see. Like, I was sort of thinking about what to do in terms of running when I'm there. Actually, yeah, because I actually think that uh, I thought that uh, 10k came a bit too soon after London. Oh yeah, I agree. In terms of Maybe like, if you had younger legs than us, you'd be all right. But I think if it had come a month after, it would have been great. But three weeks, I agree, is no good. Yeah, that's right. Because so, I lined up a bit leg-weary. Yep. And uh, I think it just reminded me that a lesson, it's best to slightly under-train than over-train. It's best to line up on a race feeling fit and raring ready to go. Run. 
as opposed to... I'm already a little bit tired. Yeah. That's difficult with London, though, because you've got to get a bit of double thing going, because you want to... That's true about the undertone. You've got to get the miles in, you know? Yeah. If anything, we did both of those things and not in a good way. I didn't have the miles, and you... We're tired, but then you had a great marathon. Oh, so London, I was fine. London, I felt fresh. Just, just a 10k, yeah. Just a 10k. Just well, I'm talking of knees, let's pull a loop of Clissold Park yeah. now, because then we can be on the wood chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to go right or left? Let's go right. Okay, we've run diagonally across Clissold Park, and before we pop out again onto Green Lanes, we're going to turn right and get on this nice wood chip path through the woods. <laughs> but I actually feel if the... 10k was this weekend coming up. I'd be fine for it. It's just that extra week of recovery, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Plus, I'm really paranoid. I'm really kind of Freudian about injury and stuff, you know? Yeah. Here's twinges in my leg. I think, oh, I've got injuries. Oh, no. I don't, I, I don't deal with it very well, you know? And I think, oh, that's a shame. Take it easy. I'm like, why does this happen to me? You know, I can't... So it's still there then, this... Yeah, although funny enough, yeah, the, the, that muscle into the right of the top of my kneecap right. was complaining a bit after the 10k. Then it would, wouldn't it? I ran 10k as fast as I could. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it moved slightly. Last night I had kind of a hot twinge on the other side of my thigh, slightly further up. Right. So now this totally illogical uh, mindset that says if a pain is moving around, it can't be too bad. Yeah, because it's, it's actually trying to find a way to... It's just a bit of weakness trying to find an exit from the body, mate. That's right. Just trying to find the door to get out. That's uh, Mickey, uh, Mickey D. You're channeling your Mickey in a Mickey D there. I saw Fred, Southern Star, yesterday. All right, yeah. Who's a vegan runner, Australian friend of ours and Mickey D's. Right. And she ran that 65K with him. Oh, yeah. And wow. uh, she popped her knee after about 13K. Oh, my God. Stayed with it. Just kept going, mate. And she was doing that thing of talking to me, you know, we're saying, we're boring runners talking about running. And after a while, I was thinking... Even I don't understand <laughs> what you're doing to yourself and in your life. And I'm pretty keen. So, uh, I don't know, maybe it's an Australian mindset, but these guys, they're... they're bullish, aren't they? they? Yes. Totally bullish, yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe it dates back to the first arrivals in Australia. See, this is, seems quite a big place. Just got to keep running. I'm going to run across it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any animals I'm also kill and eat. Also, they're running in... Really hot temperature and over trails and all that kind of thing. Yeah, right? yeah. Great for your health. Yeah, yeah, amazing. I went for a run in Perth once. Twice, actually. I was in Perth for like four days. Yeah. And went for two runs, which kind of shows where I was at psychologically, apart from anything else. And uh, just fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Just the slight fear that I was going to get bitten by a giant Something. spider or snake or, yeah. I don't know, shark. Those flying you snakes. Those kind of inland sharks they have. They love all that, don't they? Yeah. It's just a little spider, mate, <laughs> on your face. <laughs> that, I, did I tell you that story before? A friend of mine went to Australia, saw a spider in his hotel, hotel room. A British guy. Yeah. Phoned his Australian friend in London and said, there's a spider on my desk. Is it a problem? Yeah. <laughs> Probably not, mate. What does it look like? It's kind of got a red back. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> you know when the Aussies tell you to get out, that it's a problem. <laughs> I saw it was a comedian. Uh, funny enough, it was years ago. We were gigging Cornwall. We'd driven all the way down to Cornwall. Yeah. And uh, he did this joke, which I absolutely loved, but it was so kind of antipodes specific. Yeah. So he was going, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, you can do anything with Spider-Man. Cut bites you. Yeah. <laughs> feel sick for a few days. 
get the runs. It's basically pretty specific on yeah. what happens <laughs> yeah. when a spider bites you. But luckily, that stuff doesn't happen here. Keep left because she's coming down fast. Yeah. She's barreling down. Good, good run. High, high arm action. It's a bit gorgeous here today. Yeah. I'm not sure, quite sure I've squared that circle of summer running yet. It just makes me want to run longer in the summer. Yeah. I just love that feeling of real hotness. I think for me it's a win because I do think that the cold weather is better conditions for me. Right. Just physically. But on the other hand, who doesn't love the sun? Yeah. So it's a win-win. I really don't believe in complaining about the sun. No, you can't. Even when it gives me a stitch or makes me sweat, I'm thinking, yeah, but it's sunny. I might have to go to the old county mate. Go to the bathroom. Okay. Just sometimes running kind of. Shakes it down. Kind of, mate. Yeah, yeah. Especially after the pop. It's the bloody booze, mate. Yeah. It's no good. Let's get to the mayor clinic. And okay, get so the this is the slightly less picturesque side of Plissold House, yeah. where one side has wisteria, the other side has a lav. We're back. How's that? Sorry Better? Yeah. yeah, sort of. It doesn't better. feel great. Yeah. I can't, I'm not going to moan. I'm just no. Well, I was just thinking, talking to your kids is good, isn't it? Talking to your kids? Yeah, it's healthy. Yeah. This guy was in the loo there with his baby. Yes, I saw him. Actually, he went yeah. for a wee and the, and the baby went, you know, he just got behind the pushchair and the baby went, <laughs> like that. That's yeah. all he said. Yeah. And the dad said... That's right, you can hear the children upstairs doing the ballet. <laughs> Actually, they're downstairs, aren't they? And then the baby said, <laughs> and the dad said, that's right, only the middle tap's working. It's not very nice, is it? I was just, I was thinking, I'm pretty sure all your baby said to you was, where you gone? Yeah. <laughs> but some on the other hand... Of, some kind of baby whisperer. Better to err on the side of uh, telling the baby everything you're thinking than going the other I must say way. I quite uh, respected that fella, because it was just like... He should say just looking after his kid, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the 21st century, Paul. Yeah, I know, but... <laughs> but it is I, a bit I, of a thing, isn't it? There's a bit of a sort of post-feminist. You get people saying, oh, I don't know what I'm doing, you know. But I did, I did, a, lot, I did a lot of that. Yeah. Looking after really young kids, my kids. And, yeah. But when I did it, I felt like an absolute idiot. I just couldn't get into it, really. I'd be, sur- I'd be surrounded in this park by loads of really nice dads. In sandals, getting really excited on the swings. Yeah. And I just felt like a total wuss. These guys are doing proper yoga in the park, yeah. talking of futurey things. I shouldn't take a picture of the. Look at that nice scene. Not on the camera. Yeah, I, ju- I just felt really. I was obviously really unevolved, bloody northern. Yeah. Just surrounded by really good dads. feeling <laughs> <laughs> redundant. It's funny, you want it in the modern world to be sort of like. I mean, some people maybe don't want it, but, you know. When, I, when my kids were, kids were little, we had friends who had little kids in Sweden. Yeah. And they literally, you know, they shared all the care time. Yeah. The whole society was set up for it to be a 50-50 deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and in my house, it was totally a 50-50 deal. We never had any childcare. My wife was working on the top of the kids and vice versa. Yeah. Um, but, like you say, culturally... It's still not like that, you know. I remember the number of times I'd be at a mother and baby session or 
in the play. I just said mother and baby, didn't I? Yeah. It's parent and baby session. Yeah. Or in the playground. And then some stranger, a woman, come up and tell me how to, you know, basically how to parent my children. Yes. So, yeah, I know. I've done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not it my first time. day. I know. And you know what I'm like, being told what to do, I yeah. have to think. <laughs> I don't, I don't to warm that to that. Yeah. So, uh, but on the other hand, you get, you get it in the culture. You get like, dad saying, I'm babysitting. You're not babysitting. You're parenting. You're with your kids, yeah. And like, just going, oh, I don't know. No, I really just enjoyed ab- it. abjugating themselves of all I was lucky responsibility. To get that time, I just sort of wished I'd enjoyed it more. Really. Yeah, yeah. Instead of feeling pathetic. But surely everyone does. It's, like, it's just, that's parenting, isn't it? I remember some other people who went to, uh, had their baby in Greece. And it was lovely, you know, they had the great midwife, great birth plan. Yeah. They're British couple. I don't know quite what the situation was like over there, but it doesn't matter. And then I had the baby. It's time to go home from the hospital. And they just left this hospital in Athens. Yeah. And just said, oh. 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 So we look after it now, do we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. There's always that thing, though, when you, you have a kid that you're amazed that they let you out of the hospital with the child, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. It's like you're suddenly amazed we and doubtful that it's been a good idea. Yeah, we... we uh, we we lost our son in uh, Sainsbury's because we just left him on the floor and just walked off. You can lose, by the way, <laughs> that's not branded. You know, you can lose your children in any any supermarket. Yeah, Morrison Sainsbury's. As the anywhere where there's idiot parents, we just dropped him off and walked off. Yeah, just for half a minute or so. But it's just like, wow, I'm really good need this. to take care of that. Yeah, yeah. And then when things, but equally, you do, you are concerned. You know. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, when your child does sort of on your watch fall over and bang their head, particularly a little one or something, you're yeah. like, no! Yeah, 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 yeah. What have I done? Um, I, I had a bit of a parenting fail this morning because wifey's away. I was really nice. Wifey. Did she like it when you call her wifey? Yes. She was away. She loves it. And uh, the kids, I was knackered. Got to get the kids up. Yeah. Well, basically, Bonnie decided she wasn't going to go to school at all because she's doing exams and none of her mates are going to school. Right. So I sort of said, yeah, okay. And then Rudy took the first lesson off. Right. Because he hadn't done his history homework and he was going to get seven detention points. That's not quite the same, is it? <laughs> no. It's not. I mean, that's just a major fail, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just do that, Rudy. Then you don't get detained. That's the way forward in life. You've got some problems. Yeah, yeah. Face it head on. Just, just avoid Just them. run away, mate. Away. He's sat there editing his various videos he's working. <laughs> See if wife you've been here, that would have happened. No, I don't that think that's gonna happen. No. You abrogate yourself of all responsibilities. Get out there, get out there and learn. Don't yeah. come back to you can come back and say you've learned something. Isn't your uh, He's at Buddy's first aid Yeah, Are changed schools, yeah. Fantastic. See how that goes. Yeah. And we've just run past it. It's a sunny day. I think it'll all be good. I think it'll be great. We've also got... We know someone whose kid is in your class. Ah. Buddy's class, and they're really excited about him coming oh, because there's not many boys. And there's this lad called Remy who's going to keep an eye out for him. There you go. And I'm, I'm, telling, I'm telling you, you couldn't ask for a sweeter kid to keep an eye out for you ah, this on your first day well. at a new school. Honestly, it's amazing. Let's hope, let's flash forward 35 years to them uh, going for a nice run together yeah, yeah, yeah. in the parks of London. We've just popped out of Clissell Park, turned right onto Green Lanes. We'll take a slight uphill to the reservoirs. Very slight uphill. Yeah. 
And uh, how's your hot jumper? Keeping you boiling? Yeah, it's keeping me nice and roasting. <laughs> I feel quite loose. My Loosey legs feel goosey. okay, actually. Yeah, I, I had a bit of a swim yesterday because they've been really tight. Yeah. They just feel a little bit better. That's good. How's your localised pain? Well, the leg pain never is always fine when I'm running. Right. It's the rest of the time it hurts. It's not bad. I just w- worry about that I'm making it worse rather than making it go away. That's all. But that's all right. But I did enjoy that 10k. I did. It felt good. Uh, felt like I was on top of it. So you just you went you, you did your you were yeah. Steady. It wasn't us, by the way. No, that was just a very. You're the guy who drives a bus that goes around needy and disabled people day by day. Slowly got the attitude where he says, "If you don't drive away in a green light, I'm going to bib you right now." So sorry, I said. You set your stall out steady. Yes. And just steadied it through. Absolutely. Sounds good. And it was really nice because that whole compare your times thing. You know, I was uh, I was slower than my 10k's last year, but not much. Yeah. Less than a minute. Yeah. On my fastest ever. Yes. 41.59 is my fastest. I did this 42.52. That's all right. That's fine. Absolutely. I did this last year, 42.24. I remember about that, so that's great, isn't it? Because it is a tricky 10K, that one. Yeah, yeah. It's really twisty, turny, hilly. Yeah. It's really hard to run fast on I have it, to say so. that psychologically, I think, what we've been talking about, excuse us, has uh, helped. Right. You know, it helped me with an idea of how I run and get in there. What the competition needs. Yeah, no, he had to run with other people. Enjoyed the end of it a little bit more. Yeah. It was really good. But I do have to get fitter. But I'm doing other exercises now, if you don't Yeah, yeah. Press-ups and planks and chin-ups. I'm doing the difficult chin-ups. Lift yourself all the way up from nothing, you know, from straight arms. Right, wow. I can do three of those. That's great. Yeah, which... Still sounds a bit rubbish, doesn't it? But they are pretty hard. Three more than I can. I'm occasionally lifting my chin up from the remote control. Yeah, well done. To reach for the wine. Yeah, very good. Now, you see, you want to be drinking gin. Yes, yeah. my health tip. <laughs> yeah. So we've peeled off. I know people have gone down that road, by the way, the gin road for health. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't always end that great. No, that's right. <laughs> if these people weren't Victorians, they should have known better. I should have known better. Jim Diamond. Um... We've come off Green Lanes and come to the West Reservoir, where they do all the uh, boat stuff as coot on the nest. Hey, mate. Look at that. Oh, that's nice. Nesting coot. Nice picture. Morning, Magpie. Magpie Is that actually called a coot? That's a coot, yeah. As in Baldas. Did you see it's a white head plate? Yeah. Not really bald, really. It's like a white head plate, which is what the last bald man I spoke to said. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's gorgeous up here. It's beautiful. I got stung by a wasp up here, but you know what? It was worth it. So I've got this week in this clinic. Yeah. Do what do you hope to get from that? Well, some material, <laughs> an article. Yeah. yeah, I think that'll work. Uh, a week with no booze, because you can't have any booze. There's non-booze there. Good. Unless I set up my own kind of potato farm and get some sort of homemade hooch sorted. Um, <laughs> Is this a potato farm? Yes, I am Albert Potato. <laughs> I need some hooch. And it's going to... Uh, it's going to... It's one of those places where when you arrive, they test you out. It's, I'm just going to work out what foods are best for me. Yeah, right. They're absolutely best for me, you know. Um, and there's long walks planned and all that sort of yoga and whatever. But oh, I wouldn't mind doing a long walk in Austria. 
Well, I might do a really long walk up over the Alps to safety, like at the end of the Sound of yeah. Music. German <laughs> <laughs> bread. And the winners were the Von Chap family. That might be us. The Von Chap family. You and McIntyre escaping over the hills. We might make a break. German bread. As I've said before, I won't be surprised if we're back after two days because he's starts to tire of getting fed stale bread and carrots. Yeah. But he seems determined, so... Does he start to McIntyre of it? Yeah, he might. It's a bit of wordplay there. It's like a nice bit of wordplay. <laughs> so, uh, I want to go for a run, but I don't want to stress it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because the whole thing's going to make me feel healthier anyway. Yeah, right. So, and also you might be running up and down mountains, so you've got to watch that. Yeah. Those inclines and... Alps. 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 It does help, but Alps a bit, but sometimes it's better, yeah. Alps, a bit more wordplay for you there. We'll see how we feel. This is nice, isn't it? Yeah. Is this soft enough to a gravel path? No, this is fine. Soft to the pavement. This is perfect, yeah. So, I think, once you come back from your health trip and I come back from my decidedly unhealthy trip to Wales... Well, you're planning on being ill soon, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. Fighting off a well, I tell, you, I tell you, I tell you, two things I've come up with. Right, there has been illness. Everyone in my family's had a really nasty cold. Yeah, and I haven't really had it. I sneezy a bit, feeling a bit rough. And I think it's the downside of how you're running pushes your immune system. You know, right? You kind of speed up the engine. You feel strong. You hold these things back. But if you got a germ, and this is all ridiculous. You know, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not a doctor. But uh, look over there, the church and the shard and everything. Not knowing what you're talking about, this never stops any man from holding forth with utter confidence. On medicine. So I, won't, yeah, so I, won't, yeah. I won't worry about it. What it is, is I've been, <laughs> yeah. I've been near a gasometer, and I think that's given me, uh, given me an allergy to birds. Um, but yeah, I got this idea that I'm, I'm kind of nurse, I'm keeping this cold at bay. Right. But the keeping is the operative word. So it's still so I kind of need to, at some point... Uh, it's going to come in and make me ill for a couple of days, right, and then it'll right. finally be over. Right. And, I, and also, I'm a really irritating amount ill, because I feel, it's just feel a bit rough. Right. I'm not ill enough to not do anything, you know? I'm just enough to do everything in a queasy, grumpy way. There's always that, uh, there's always a slight relief when you can actually say... I'm ill. It's no good, I'm ill. Yeah, yeah that's then, right. Then you can start cancelling stuff and getting out of the box sets and chilling out. Yeah, and then that's a relief for about 10 minutes, and then, what's over here? Check it out. I quite like it. We're going to the nature reserve. This is brand new. Let's check it out. Let's take a picture. This is the Woodbury Wetlands Nature Reserve. It's brand new. I didn't know it was going to be like this. Quite exciting. It's a gorgeous day to be here. Let's check it. They've been working on this for a while, haven't they? It's really beautiful. Yeah. We're on like a wooden... Uh, it looks gorgeous. I want to say bridge, but it, I don't know if it goes anywhere. Isn't there swimming around here? Do people swim? No, next to, in the other reservoir we just went past, they, oh, right, they okay. boat. Right. Okay. And then this is all uh, um, for, the, for the birds. And I don't mean it's rubbish. I mean it's for the birds. For the coots. And, uh, and there's a new cafe here. This oh, is run by the... Same oh. people who run the cafe on Newington Green. Oh, yes. Lizzie's on the green. Oh, it's all it's happening. Look at these reservoirs. The property of the New River Company were begun in the year 1830 and completed in the year 1830 under the direction of William Chadwell Milne. Look at me. Hello. London Wildlife Trust. How far around can we get, though? It's really good. This is great. Hips. 
a combination of yummy mummies and hipsters in the natural environment. And gentlemen, there is a tech, tech guy. Dad at my kid's school, my kid's old school, although yeah. he's never looked at me in the eye or said hello at any point in his life. Nice. Which I was particularly impressed with when we both ran a marathon, both fundraising in the playground, and right. I kept trying to catch his eye and go, right. Right. and also when he ran for to be a local MP. Right. You oh. would go, go down there, go down there. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, you'd expect that person to want to interact with, I don't know, anyone. Or just communicate generally. Yeah, yeah. but no. That's so I'm taking this opportunity to give him a right old slagging off. That's the old Bill Clinton <laughs> model of communication, isn't it? What's that? No, you've got to be, you've got to love people to do well in politics. Or That's at least right. appear like you do. I think you've got to love people to do well in life. Yeah. And you've got to love the people you don't love. Yeah, definitely. So did he win then? Of course he didn't. No. <laughs> of course he's not going to win. No. You've got to chat to people. And he didn't win the election either. Oh, you weren't asking about the marathon. <laughs> yeah. so what, you, were, you, were you swifter than him during the marathon? I think so. I don't know. We never had the conversation. Right. <laughs> I did think that was kind of the first time I realised he wasn't interacting. Because that was before he was a, rem- it's a this is nice. Lib Dem uh, candidate. But, um, Especially the Lib Dems. You'd have thought, yeah, exactly. you'd have thought they'd be chatting to everyone. Well, anyone. Any, any politician has yeah. got to be friends with everyone. But I think he was miffed because he was the guy who did the marathon, you know. I know, you're It's a difficult one. People do that, don't they? It's like, well, I, that's the... They start owning things. It is a fundamental... You know, you can understand how that would happen because it's something that loads of people do, but every individual has their own personal journey. So. Yeah. God, I didn't know you could run around this. Well, we found something. Like We're that. all the way around the reservoir. It's been a day of This discovery. is brand new. This has only been open about a week. Yeah. Just great. That's the joy of the... Untimed sort of wander run, isn't it? Yeah, what the um, discovery of Fred, who I spoke to yesterday, calls a dog run. Right. Because you're saying if I'm not training or doing any particular pace, yeah. just run for the sheer joy of it. Yeah. You're running like a dog, so it's a I dog like run. That. I like that, yeah. But I like, kind of like it, but also I think, well, that's just a run, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but it's nice. That to should be your main. No, but it's nice to. Stop, smell the roses, take a picture. We on the roses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what an actual dog would do. Chase some pigeons. Yeah. Catch the pigeon. Brilliant. And all I wanted was to go somewhere soft enough for our shonky old knees. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Dog run expression. Yeah, it's good. Some ones are good for the for dog runs. But you you see what I mean about it being a, ultimately a, you should be the other way around. Dog run makes sense, but a every run should really be a dog run. And b even your speed runs, your training runs, you never want to completely lose the attitude of a. I'm just here to run. See, I yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. easy for you. This is what we were talking about the other day. I don't think you see any conflict between a training run and a dog run. Right. I think people do. Some do, yeah. I mean, sometimes you, if, you're, if you're doing a session for a particular just purpose... Great. Sorry to stop, but look, look at that. There's that bird down there flying over the water. Someone noted the other day, I do love the birds. There's the um, climbing centre on the other side of the other reservoir. It's just amazing to go out. We're about a mile from my house. We're somewhere could, absolutely beautiful. I've never be been before. Somewhere. It's brilliant. Now, sometimes you're doing a session with a... And it, and it has a purpose. Yeah. And that's valid if you want to start beating times and stuff. Yeah. But you definitely want to factor some wandered dog runs every week in your thing. Absolutely. Take the watch off and just run, run for how you feel, you know? Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you find yourself going fast and sometimes it's, like it's just nice to just follow it, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
and also it just puts that stuff into perspective, doesn't it? That moment when uh, we've come to an yeah, end. Yeah, this now. is a, they've built a torture this house on the this bridge. Is the, this is the end of our particular journey. Yeah, we can't really go go in there without um, subjecting ourselves to the torture of the machines within. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a really in a fantastic That's the thing place. with dog runs. Sometimes you don't know where you go. Just fantastic. So, yeah. And I think, like I say, you put it into perspective because, you know, you're thinking, oh, I'm worried about my time and I'm worried about my health. And then you remember that it's just a run. Yeah. You know, if it's hurting your knee, go slower. Yeah. It doesn't matter how fast you went or where you went to. And just the fact that you've <laughs> gone for a run means you're healthy and fit. That's right. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, someone who got in touch on running commentary who'd just done a first marathon in Poland. Yeah. And you know, there's just nothing better than that. No, that, well, that's what I said to her. She'd done a marathon, she'd done like her first marathon, five and a half hours. She'd been listening to the podcast, which is great. Yeah. Just the idea that someone's in Poland listening to the podcast is. That's right. And I said to her. I always envy people their first marathon. Absolutely. Because you never have a more dramatic one. No. You know, that leap into the unknown, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it's so far, isn't it? I mean, that's it again. Look left here, looking at the other side of things. You know, it's all very well doing a run again and fe- feeling a bit shorter and you've got more ownership over it. Yeah. But what you're craving is that moment when you really don't know yeah. what's going to happen and how we, we're going through a couple of gates now to get onto this. The uh, Crackhead Canal. Do you remember the Crackhead yeah. Canal? <laughs> Very beautiful. See ya, mates. Quite a strong risk of people who've slightly slipped out of society. I'll probably put us amongst that as well. <laughs> In a different way. Yeah, the first, your first marathon. What an amazing experience that yeah, is. Yeah, or for some people, your only marathon, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you, I mean, I think the first time I did London, I really felt that. A friend of mine who runs, she said, I, 
I just did that. It's just the most amazing day of your life. And I think that, in a way, that's who it's for, you know? Yeah. So have an amazing day. Yeah, yeah, and you might walk away at the end of it and say, I'm going to go back to my life. There isn't... I'm not a runner. I understand that, yeah. Yeah. And it's nice for... From the other side of things, it's nice for the people who are on the Paula Radcliffe model to get that, you know, to see yeah. both sides of that. You wonder if ultras are like that, though, don't you? That's a curiosity, don't you? You wonder whether, yep. you know, going up keeps going up and up replicates the experience of it. Well, I certainly think my... just make you incredibly tired? <laughs> I think my theory of how you'll be amazed how high in the running community you can go still meeting people who say, I'm not really a runner... Yeah. Certainly met a couple of ultra runners, not just ultra runners, but experienced ultra runners who say, yeah, I don't really run. So, well, you do, don't you? Because you run 50 to 100 kilometers. (laughs) (laughs) But I sort of see this uh, Rudolf Steiner moment. Do you know Rudolf Steiner? I've heard of him. Is he some guy who works in education? He's in education. He's one of the, he's actually, he's one of the leading educationers. Right. It's a quote from School of Rock. Yeah. The Rudolf Steiner moment we used to talk about when I worked in educational theatre. Yeah. Um, it's when you find it yourself. Okay. You know, it's when the teacher sort of leads you to a point and you go wandering around in the information. And then you and have then your... You go, oh, I see. Nice, I like that. And that's a Rudolf Steiner moment. And I think that runners, particularly millennial runners, 21st century runners, are going to turn around en masse one day soon and go, we're runners. Yes. And uh, in the meantime, you know, there'll be us who will go, yeah, well, of course you are. Yeah, there's, kind nothing, of there's no such thing as uh, proper runners, is there? No, no, exactly. Just people, some people run more. It's people who run. It's like... Uh, yeah. yeah. Probably go further the other way. I mean, you don't want to be that person who says, I would be great at running if I ever went and did it. Yeah. But still, they're on the li- right lines. Go one day. I, uh, I had a really good gig last night. Yeah. Which I only say that because I've been in a run of feeling a little bit drab about the gigs. Uh, but I suddenly found it was a school gig. So it was like a sort of school benefit. And they all went, ah! At the Rudolf Steiner moment. One that they all, at the end of all your jokes. No, I just sort of, I knew them. They're right. my crowd. I spend a lot of time when I do comedy clubs. And you're not really chatting to people who are like you. Yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? So you're having to yep. communicate in a bit of a different way. Yeah. Sorry. I remember you were saying when you were doing the uh, normal drums in the autumn that it was a great moment when you went to... Uh, Sheffield. Yeah, because you were... Even though there was thousands of them, there were still people who shared your experience of... Yeah, 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 that's all that. that subtle thing that makes Northerners a little bit different, or whatever, yeah. whatever it is. Not that there's any such thing. I mean, we're all the same. Northerner. Northerners. It's just subtle. There's Ali Pally, like we saw the other day. Look at it over there. Slightly different scene here. Sorry. And they were like... Uh, they're basically all angsty middle-classy parents whose kids went to the school that my kids weren't in the right catchment for. Yeah. So that this They're the same parents who were back in that playground going, how do we look after my baby? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the, yeah absolutely. They're the same parents who are like, we have to get our kids to Fortismere. Yeah. We have to go to Fortismere. But we're not in the catchment. Some of them rented a house in the catchment for the year yeah. to get the kids in. Parents like that. I just sent my kids to Highgate Wood football. I just um, remember my... Uh, Posh friend, you can keep that, you know. He's going to kick it in the canal, careful. 
Okay, Tonkinson's got hold of a football. Okay. <laughs> He's gone back an <laughs> educational step, <laughs> sports-wise. <laughs> He's keep you up in. Nice, five, six, seven. So oh! Right, I had to kick we'll it once it, we'll there. It. Football, <laughs> days, football days are gone. <laughs> and then... Um, so I under, so I could take the mickey out of the fact that my kids went to a slightly rougher state school than theirs. And yeah. That, and that, you know, I knew them well enough to know my differences to them, but I completely got them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just great. I just yeah. had real fun, and I just thought, well, that why is a real I play to people like that all the time. Well, it, but yeah, but that's a, that's a shortcut to a truth, isn't it? I mean, ultimately, at any gig, you could go up, you could go back to when the comedy store used to be in Mumbai, and yes, see what the comedy common language is with people who've come to the gig who live there. You know, that's the that's the sweet spot of stand-up comedy, and people who don't do comedy. That's the insight. That's what you're looking for. What you Shared mean? experience. Yes. You're trying to find this kind of point, this point in the cloud above everyone in the room's heads, yours and the audience's, find where you, you all are on the same page. Your commonality, your and truth. Yeah. Common, exactly. Yeah. And then you find the funny spot, yeah. and you poke it at the moment when it's going to make everyone in the room laugh. And then you keep poking it. Poke it. Poking it up. Poking it up. Teasing. Poking. So, so it was lovely. Obviously, it's you see really it clearly, nice but to think, oh, your gig should be like that is the... It's the dark side of the force way to take that lesson. You've got to find that gig in all your in, gigs. In every gig, yeah, I know, yeah. I know. And you've got to be open to them. The fact is, I was in Watford on Saturday at this gig that I've done loads and loads of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, it was just, it was just a bit drab, yeah. including me. But I think, you know. and I'd really like to apologise, we can discuss this with our listeners, but I think Watford is quite an unhappy place. <laughs> <laughs> I think that what the people food? there. What for? Yes. But I think it's one of those places where the people there don't seem very happy, and I'm not sure they know it, so it's harder. Well, no, but it was it's going through a different gate into Finsley Park. It one was we've never seen before. It was a club that I've done. Here we go. Just headlong into traffic. Just crossing green lanes, off Cracker Canal. It was. It was a Finsley Park. It was a club that I'd done loads of times before, like years and years ago. Yeah. And it had recently changed ownership. Yeah. And it was trying to be really funky. Right. But of course, it's in Watford. It's still in Watford. Yeah. So to all... God, Watford's really coming down, isn't it? But uh, I think that's... But it's... But, but that, that's not their failing, it's mine. Because people are people. And the Watford people, were f- the audience were fine. Yeah, I mean, people just are people, people, so why should why it should be you and, and I, you and I should, should get along so awfully? I just took my uh, associations with the room onto the gig. It was my own failing. They were perfectly fine. Yeah. I was just a bit tired. And, it, and the gig was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just wasn't... It just didn't make you happy. No, it didn't fire off. This is a different bit of Finsley Park to one I've never been in before. It's some kind of sports pitch. Yeah. Cricket they play, pitch, they play baseball here, don't they? Do they? I don't know. I yeah. don't know. I always wanted to, because the, the canal we were just on yeah. goes straight up. There's a path next to it, and then it goes up the Haringey Ladder All right. north. But there's no path next to it after here. That's a shame. I always yeah. feel denied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that funny thing of finding the nice railway path or the nice canal path. Is you literally want to run it forever. Forever. Yeah. I was running in Leeds. Here comes a Merrill Lawmer. Um, I was running in Leeds on the canal there. Yeah. Gorgeous. It's a bit of curve of the river next to a bit of canal got on the canal and uh, just thought this is nice and then I saw a sign that said 125 miles to Liverpool so I wish I could, <laughs> I I could run to Liverpool get me that lunch in yeah yeah I'm off I'm going to send out a few messages 
So he's doing so some chin-ups. doing some chin-ups. See, all the way down. I saw one. That's two. He's on three. Yeah, he's done all right. I think the first one I saw was not the first one either. He's well, retired he at three. He didn't do many one three, did he? That's good. Three's not nothing. I is it? I need chin-ups. I don't That's from personal experience. So, yeah, I need to start the... Uh, all-round body exercise at some point. Yeah. Oh, so I need to stop carb loading. <laughs> How long after the marathon are you supposed to carb load? <laughs> I was going to say, you know, I actually think that... Uh, I've got fat. You think I'm getting fat? No, not no. at all. Oh, that wasn't what you were say. I think the carb loading actually worked for me a bit during the marathon. Yeah. Because I did it in the three days before. Yeah. And I felt slightly full on the day. Yeah, yeah. Just a little bit bloated. I'm bloated. But not too much. Yeah. And I finished strong. I finished fairly strong. And your muscles didn't whether, complain. Not too much, no. I wonder whether it was part of it, but it definitely felt like a bit of a breakthrough. Yeah. You Just intentionally to... carb loading. And that was the first time I'd actually done it, you know. Right. Just a little bit of carbs often in the few days before. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's that classic thing we were saying when we were running that sunny day along the Thames that... Um, you're looking to uh, help your muscles out. It's not yeah. about eating a bunch of pizza and pies. No. You're just making your muscles more resilient to do with their chemical makeup. We don't understand it. Right, now we're at the top of the hill in Finsbury Park. I'm going to see how far we've come. Okay. Well, I think just go straight on back to where we started. Or we'll do a little loop of the pond and the track at the top here. Okay. So I'll tell you how far we've come. We have come. About four. Four and a half. Four and a half. So let's do a little loop. Okay. And then head back to yeah. Newington Green. <laughs> this is Fenji uh, Park, which is a funny combination of lovely and sunny and top and rough, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, everyone uses it. It's always busy, isn't it? Yeah. You see a lot of people doing cycling tests or motorbike tests, but you often feel like they're here because of a court injunction. Yeah, yeah, some sort of community service being acted yeah. out. The, uh, They've got the nice track. <coughs> They've got the... Uh, got the, the nice what, sorry? <coughs> got the, the nice track. The running track there, Finsbury Park. Yeah, track. Say, for a minute there, it sounded like you said... <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a boating lake you can go around. So it's, it's, it's lovely and rough all at once. Kids doing their cycling proficiency it's tests. It's quintessentially London. Essentially. Also quite high up, so... Once you get past it, round to this side of the hill, you can see right across the Emirates and the Shard. And Do you feel like you're at altitude here almost? Yeah. It's like the Rift Valley in Kenya. <laughs> yeah, tabletop mountain. I don't think we're quite in the thin air yet. <laughs> <laughs> Not like Mickey D running in the Himalayas. They do the park run here as well. They've got a park run on a Have you done it? Saturday. No, I haven't. No, I've done, I've done some races around it. It's a little bit hilly, actually. Yeah. Well, so is that regular park run, though, hey? Yeah, it's a little bit hillier than that. Yeah. Well, we'll have to give it a go. I'm into it. There's the boating lake. If my daughter hears I was here without her, she'd be really cross. The sun's got her clamouring for a bit of boating lake action, which she doesn't Mate, realise. I'm going to have to go to the toilet. Sorry. OK, That's let's run really back. Right. OK, I'll wait here. OK. Sorry. That's OK. Sorry, Steve. I could take another break.
some bloke in there, some carer looking after some bloke and just sort of screaming in the toilet. It's quite, it's quite an intense scenario here, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of people who need help, you know. A lot of people with carers. Yeah. <laughs> Ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we're just uh, coming away from the playground. There's some nice kind of rose gardens on the right. Let's go through the rose garden. Go that right. way. And uh, just passing people there, right? Yeah. It's a trainer and a uh, middle-aged lady with doing with the training. With a medicine ball. I always feel sorry when you see a trainer. You think, that trainer's not doing any work. And the person doing, being trained yeah. is doing loads. You feel like it's at the beginning or the end of the session. You should the do trainer it. The trainer's saying, I'll just prove my credentials. By and just do sort of five, ten minutes of really hard work. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a trainer I see up at the leisure centre my kids. Yeah. Uh, in fact, like two or three of them. The kids are swimming. There's these trainers with... They have personal trainer written on the tracks. Yeah. He's sitting in the cafe all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed better at being a sitter about yeah, yeah. in my book. So, was your credentials. So in terms of what we're saying about dog runs, it's really nice. We're running in some places that we uh, normally run, and particularly for me, this is, this is my sort of old classic runs. But, but we're running in, in lots in of different paths. A different way, yeah. Different bits, different ways. It's good you, to do that. You have to be dog running to do it, don't you? When you have to not care what distance you yeah, do. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's so a good one. And you just find your runs that way, don't you? Because yeah. you do get amazingly locked into routes, don't you? Absolutely, just and that's generally. good too. Yeah. I mean, both things are true, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, look at the uh, sports track. Is that's the, that's under the track where that's Heathside Harriers local track. I so see. That's where I'm going to be pounding around in the office. This is where I turned up. I think I told that story before. I came here for the kids' sports day off a run. So um, when I got here, I was in Lycra. Oh, this for the parents, for the, for the parents, right? Yeah, yeah. And I had to uh, do my stretches, so I just stopped running <laughs> on a hot, hot day. And then, uh, so everyone thought I was taking the parents' race incredibly seriously. And I wasn't. I was just there in Lycra and stretching. But nevertheless... I then felt I needed to equip myself you well. to do well in it, yeah. And I came convincingly last. <laughs> <laughs> Running as fast as I could well, against a random selection of uh, dads. And uh, Well, those parent races are short as well, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, there's 100 metres. And people just Well, the guy who won it was a good 15 years younger than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but you know, incipient obesity. He, he, had, he was joking about it at the time. He said, I've just eaten a Big Mac. <laughs> and he ran in backwards. Yeah. Got to the finish line and went in backwards. They're just <laughs> fast people. Some people have that fast switch vibe. <laughs> and then I would have been ashamed of myself. But one of the other dads, having not run... And come in a fairly fierce second or third. Right. Even though much more same kind of age and demographic as me. He uh, he took his top off and hung around by the finish line for the rest <laughs> of the races. <laughs> in an attempt to prove the utter... I don't know what to prove, but there it is. utter vanity. Yeah. You do see loads of muscle pulls, people barging each other. Yep. Especially when the teachers get involved as well, if the teachers yeah, start yeah. racing. And you see fake... Oh, these are just my normal trainers. Yeah. So I was just my normal spikes. I strayed into that. Honestly, you know, you know that I was there in my running clothes by accident. You believe me, don't you? Yeah, of course, that's what you do. But those other people wouldn't have done. Yeah. They'd have thought I was being falsely modest, and they'd have thought, "Oh, here he goes." These are just my normal (laughs) starting blocks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we've looped. We've done the top of the hill loop. 
top of this high right. plateau of Finsbury Park. And uh, I think that... Mountain de Finsbury. I would normally follow the rest of the park around, but uh, once you get past the uh, the road and the house, the buildings, we'll be all left to run down across the grass. Okay, yeah. In the spirit of new ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And dog runs. For me, the dog run is epitomised by when I run up Primrose Hill. Yeah. Because you run up top of Primrose Hill from one side to the other. Often when I get to the top, I just find I have to just run straight off the top <laughs> like it's a ski run. Yeah. And just launch down. Down across the grass. Fantastic. And I always, I've got kind of a vestigial pair of spaniel ears flapping away around my head when I do that. It feels like we're approaching good flow, actually. Yeah. It feels nice. It's where the, uh, what's the Morrissey lyric? On the day that your biology catch up with your mentality, come round. Because um, we've got that, we're talking about the old dog runs, but equally, we're trying to get to the point physically where we're just flapping along. Well, that's what dogs are doing, aren't they? Yeah. Except when they get too hot yeah. in this weather. <laughs> and it's like the dogs kind of go, oh, I can't do this. And again, they know they know what's best. Oh, this is nice, isn't it? There's a, there is a circus in There's it. There's a, a Zippo Circus there. Yeah. Zippo Circus. Zippo Circus isn't, is, is not as heavy as it used to be. Yeah, Zippo's uh, lighter. Like it. Yeah. Look at that grass around the cross, readers. If you want to see the pictures, make sure you listen to Running Commentary on ACAS. Because we always post all these pictures. You can, I mean, Paul's very patient with me. I can't have to, have to stop for a picture. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. I like it. Yeah, you love it today. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if you want to see them, make sure you get it down from ACAS because then you can see them all there when they happen. If you can't do that... Then they're on the Facebook page as well. So. Maybe we could run off with the circus. We could be like their runners. <laughs> could just have us on a treadmill in the sun. I think if we ran away with the circus, we'd, we'd, we'd be like, we thought there'd be more running. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go out that end. They just ran. They're just the runners. <laughs> I don't think we can get out of there. Can we cut behind the circus? Oh, so we're cutting up through here, are we? Yeah, I want to get out of that end. All right. Okay. You try it. We're going to try it. Yeah. We're getting big trouble with the circus, guys. Yeah. <laughs> We're right in the middle of the circus grounds. Um, I always feel an affinity with the circus because I, too, have got quite a big top. That's nice. There's a bit of magic. Yeah. <laughs> and yet, hopefully, to it. not too much maltreatment of animals. I'm going to the other side of this lorry. What he doesn't know is... Hey! <laughs> Yeah, what is this? What does the circus mean? What's the metaphor here? Don't. We need to go through that gateway yes, there. Yeah, that's good. Um, it felt, felt, that felt like quite dramatic. Yeah, it was great. All the circus professionals. Yeah. So quite a lot of them chasing us now. <laughs> yeah. Get off get their off land. Our land. God, that's... Talk about going to places you've never been before. We've never run through the circus yeah. in Pittsburgh. Yeah. 
it has felt a bit adventurous today. Yeah. From nowhere. From what was just going to be a normal little run. Yeah, that's right. Just goes to show. Yeah. Always, always run. Yeah. Now we're going to be but savage. Aside from uh, we've got to wait to cross this huge thoroughfare. This is the. Uh, this is a grubby road. Camden Road and the Seven Sisters Road, the A10, up out of town. Just really healthy breathing around here. Yeah, it's nice to get yourself yeah. out of breath, do some aerobic yeah. exercise, and then stand next to this slow-moving, yeah. heavy traffic. It's also nice to hear these dogs over here going, ah, yeah, yeah. Ah, 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 ah. It has been a dog run, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Why Those are you running over there? <laughs> Let's cross the whole Risk of death, risk of death. We did it, little Don't, burst between trucks. Here's a little uh, tip. Don't cross roads like us. Don't try it at home. It would be a dramatic end to running comedy yeah. if one of us is just <laughs> taken out by a motor scooter. But the podcast would still continue. Yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the ambulance. <laughs> Sorry, poof. Sir Rob, pictures? <laughs> Let me take a picture of this bone sticking out of the side of my leg. So, Thanks, uh, remain. 23rd of June. And also, um, talking of things that we can't advise, um, as you know, I very inappropriately used someone else's running number last year in the Crouch End 10K yeah. and became the fastest. Can't do that. We're over 40 in Crouch End. I've no longer got that title. No, you've lost it. It was uh, someone called Clara. Who probably deserves it. She did it in... Being as she's a woman and everything. 42 minutes, 27 seconds. Right. Although, you know, my title from last year was still faster than that. Yeah. So, so in many ways, you still remain the fastest woman, the fastest woman in the crouch. I'm the area. fastest woman I know. Over forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Over forty. Because I, I just beat the second woman overall. Not that I was aware that she was around. <laughs> but the first one was miles ahead. Yeah. And I was so gutted. I don't know if you got this. And straight on here. Okay. We're just going through the nice, quiet. Residential, residential streets between uh, Clissold Park and Finsley Park. We're taking a short route back. Because we've gone, we've done about six by the summer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this is nice. Once we turn right into this road, there's a really straight, yes, I know. clean bit of pale pavement straight oh, back what? up to Clissold Park. It's really nice. Oh, yeah, love a bit of pavement. Yeah, pound it. Going to chase it. Um, what was I saying about the 10k? Yeah. I was so gutted that when we went back and then ran back towards the finish line with your friend Julie, yeah, that I wasn't wearing my medal. Yeah. So all the people going home who finished very possibly after us, yes, going, come on guys, nearly there. They thought that we were still running. Oh, we finished. I can bear I noticed that irked you. Yeah, I know because that wouldn't bother you. No, I, I just think. I mean, I totally, I see that, but. I think it's because... Let's talk it through. No, it's because I used to be a fat bloke. Yeah. I'm still trying to prove it. Still trying to prove something. I mean, that's good. That keeps me going. Yeah. And equally, you know, I like to... It's the same. goes back to that parenting thing. You know, I just don't like to be... Not to be credited with anything I've got. Yeah. I'm a really chippy, grumpy sod. Yeah, I, I mean, really didn't know this about myself. You don't have to... There's nothing to prove. Nobody cares. It's that Goodwill Hunting thing, isn't it? The kids saw Goodwill Hunting the other day, and I just said, it's not your fault. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's over, isn't it? And you're right, it's not, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. No, it's not your fault. Are you messing with me? It's, it's not, not your it's fault. Not, it's not your fault. 
Jen, not, don't, ma- don't mess with me, Sean, not you. I was it's, not su- your fault. it's not your fault. I was surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was surprised yeah. by how irked you were by that. Yeah. So was I. <laughs> <laughs> well, I it's think good to find out stuff about yourself. It's good. No, well, I think... I mean, you I know do when you're running. I think when it comes down to it, I know that it's... Thanks. It's a classic postman there. That's great. Um, obviously, it's about me and my own personal insecurities. But also, it's about truth and fairness. It's this funny phrase that me and my wife use when we're... Truthiness. Uh, when we're... Uh, Discussing things is so sometimes, and it could be either one of us who will say, The thing is, I totally understand what we both think and what we've said, but what I need you to understand, yes, you know, and it's the need yeah, 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 yeah. for the other party in any given situation to understand, to have all the information, you know, because you feel like, and I think this is the basic human condition, you feel like that if everyone had all the information that you've got. They'd agree with you about everything. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> ab- about you. Yeah. Yes. And about life. Yeah, it's like, it's like a politics on the internet. You know, if I can tell everyone this, they'll all go, ah, oh, and I'm have a Rudolf Steiner moment. They'll all start supporting you, Kip, or I'm not sure being vegan, true. or start running, or, you know? I'm I don't think sure it's true, because people are different. No, yeah, like people, different people, stuff. Yeah, but people have the same information and it makes them feel different ways. But don't you? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's why I'm, I'm not saying that that's not the case. Yeah. I'm just saying that the basic urge. Yes. The kind of unexamined urge is to think, oh, yeah, but if they thought about it hard enough, they just change their minds and agree with me. Which, yeah. once you point it out, is obviously ridiculous. Yeah. But, you know, I don't think anyone's pointed that out to, I don't know, ISIS. <laughs> pretty tricky too, wouldn't it? That's right. Just the plane tickets alone. But what I like about running is, is when you do a long run, you feel like you've purged anything that's unnecessary about yourself. I mean, you really have today, haven't you? A couple of times. I have a couple of times, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you feel like you've stripped everything away. And yeah, it's, it's a sweep, isn't it? And I really like You slough that. off a, a layer of skin. And you reach the point where there's no need to prove anything to anybody about anything. Except it's that you need these guys coming the other way to know that you've just run 10k. No, but you, you do. It faster yeah, than you, that. you still do, but there might come a time when you don't. Ah, you see, but what you're doing now. See? See? You trapped yourself there. No, I, know, I know what you're going to say. Yeah, what am I going to say? You're going to say you're doing exactly the same thing. You're, you've, turned, you've turned it around and you're promote, you, you think you're right about this. Yeah, you yeah. think that sooner or later I'll wake up and I'll think exactly the same way as you. No, no, no. What I'm suggesting is... Yeah. Is it not? Yeah. Is it better to have that feeling or not to have that feeling? Oh, I don't think. I think everyone's got it at some level. But I think you're right. I think that, you know, in a way it's more difficult because what you need to. Sometimes you need to see how sanguine you are and that that's a skill, you know, that, that balance is available to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose all I'm saying there is that. You don't need to prove anything to me, Rob. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but, you know, I would, uh, I would offer a little corollary here on the uh, listening to music. Yeah. Did the 10K the other day. And uh, no headphones. Yes. And uh, as I said, I, I basically used virtual headphones. Right. I played an entire album <laughs> and then two other songs <laughs> in my head using simply the power of my brain. 
And when I told you this, yeah. you said, oh, so maybe soon you'll get into running without headphones. <laughs> so I'm not sure you, you've completely read the subtext on no, that no, story. No. What I'm realising <laughs> during this, this, this project, this journey yeah. together... So you're quite an odd person. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> we may not be entirely self-aware, but that I knew. <laughs> no, but that's good. It's good. Because yes. that, to me, is not wearing headphones and then recreating some sort of playlist in your mind. Just you saying I'm about <laughs> this, this journey, turning back. Yeah. Look at that path that would just come up. Beautiful. And that's the one we went on that first run after the marathon. It it's is, nice yeah. you saying, this journey. It just looks like... Um, <laughs> Have you ever seen that film? I don't even know what film it is. It's a, it might be a Roma, Eric Roma film. It's a French. Oh no, don't cross. <laughs> don't go. Like we say, we're going to get run over one day. It's a French film. Yeah. But Jack Nicholson's in it. Okay. And uh, at one point, he's kind of running away. He's leaving his old life behind. Yeah. And at one point, he gets in a. Uh, Turn right. Gets in the back of a convertible. Yeah. And it drives off through sunny France. And he looks out over the back. Like it. And you just got this camera shot of his point of view of just the road extending away yeah. from him. And uh, it stays with it, of course, because it's a French art house film. I think it's about 10, 12 minutes of that. You'd expect it to be <laughs> at least 12 minutes. <laughs> Real well, time. That's, that's interesting, isn't it? I mean, that is. It's just to remember. Not just what you're running through and running towards, but what you're running away from. Yeah, of course. Oh, mate, I'm aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. Aware of that. And the one thing you can't run away from is who you blooming are. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right, but it can be, uh, put it in a nicer perspective, doesn't it? Yeah, it's absolutely. Like you come back from a run, you feel grounded in something yeah. bigger than you. Yeah. You, you think I put on weight? I've got to stop cobbling. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, that's, that's the same thing though when people say you know I'm not a proper runner yeah it's that kind of there's no need to he's trying to just I'm supposed to coat it in a bit of insecurity just enjoy yeah you're it finding your place in what it. it is yeah. and that is absolutely fine it's a difficult one you know um, and I think I'm really uh, what I get about the music now it's a long discussion and it's not just us but in my set and everything yeah is that it's exactly that. It's how specific to me that is. Yeah. It's recognising that one's own personal experience is actually probably pretty much nothing like anyone else's. <laughs> Even if you're as weird as me. If you're not as weird as me. Yeah. You know, because music is playing in my head in, in, in all my life. Right. You know, and I'm just controlling it. Right. You know, if, if I'm listening to headphones, all I'm doing is choosing the song that's playing in my head. Right. <laughs> so if I run without headphones, I'm not running without music. That's just really interesting. Yeah. Why people's heads work, isn't it? Yeah. And also heads and bodies. I mean, this thing about feeling a bit rough and holding your illnesses at bay, I, think it's, I don't think it's necessarily a good thing. I think it's kind of a blessing and a curse, the way all this running shows us how, how what slaves we are to our bodies, you know? Like, if you run, you feel good, and if you're ill, you feel miserable. And yeah. All this intellectualism, all this sense, it can all be thrown into complete disarray by a germ. Oh, yeah. It's like, I feel rough today, so the world seems like a terrible, awful place. 
and vice versa, you know. You realise the primacy of the body, don't you? Yeah, that's right. But at the same time, you get a glimpse of the mind's ability to... Because you run, you do run through pain. Absolutely. I don't, even try, do I don't even try to. Yeah. I don't feel it. It's sort of worryingly uh, efficient at that. So, you know, I wonder what I'm doing to myself. But I had that thing uh, during the marathon, that looking for a sort of mantra yeah. thing when you're running. And I just... It's that relaxing when your body's hurting. There's a difference to acute pain and just general fatigue. Yeah, yeah. I'm sort of more talking about the pain of general fatigue in your yeah, legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just accepting that. Yeah. And just but totally accepting it. Yeah, that's right. So no fighting at all, because you spend energy fighting the pain. I think it's so interesting. just like total acceptance. That's right, and just taking whatever reality you've got. In fact, talking of showing the kids' films... Um, we watched The Fellowship of the Ring the other day, right? which I really enjoyed, and the kids were really excited. That's actually a bit traumatic. Yeah. Testament to the film, but they just found it very full on. But um, uh, Gandalf says, you know, Frodo says, I wish the ring had never come to me, and Gandalf says, so do all who live to see such times. Yeah. All that we can do, all that we can decide is what to do with the time that's given to us. Absolutely. Look at this allotment just near my house. It's absolutely beautiful. Have you got your allotment yet? Still on the waiting list. Oh, one Three day. Three years in. Oh, yeah, one day, maybe not. So gorgeous. That'd be great, wouldn't it? So that's it. And I also look at, you know, sports people who, the solo sports people, tennis Skiing, whatever. Yeah. When they're having a good day, they're winning, right? Yeah. When they're having a bad day, if they're good, they're still winning. Yeah. It's about winning when you're losing. You know? That is the trick. And on that bombshell, so just enjoy just gonna selfie this so we can show ourselves coming back up the road and then I'll tell you how far we've come. Here we are, look, back in uh, sunny New England. It's not very picturesque here. Baggy tracksuit top. <laughs> You've done some sweating today, no yeah. wonder. You were sweating it out a little bit. And we have come, listeners, we have gone a nice, leisurely, exploratory... Even though the map is not the territory. The map is not the territory. Seven miles right on the money, yeah. Yeah, it was wonderful. So get in touch, let us know what you're doing at the moment. And we'll let you know about... Uh, the next one, next week, next week we'll be hearing about your health cure. <laughs> there are friends like that who needs enemas and uh, and yeah look at the pictures on Acast come after us on uh, Runcompod uh, uh, on Twitter uh, the Facebook page Instagram and happy running don't get too hot stay hydrated go for a dog run planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Paul Tolkien,